I believe I might have got it to streaming this time. <gasps> yep, you did. Oh, okay. And of course, I forgot to do the mic check. Amber, can you do a mic check for us? <laughs> mic check. One, two, one, two. <laughs> I do believe we're ready to go. Hey, Mary Bruce, you're out of the picture. Am I? Yeah. Oh, here I am. Here we go. We're just, yeah, we're just really one. <laughs> We're here for it. All right. Well, right, explain to me first um, these earrings. Is yeah. I was screwed, and she's been. I've been bolted. <laughs> I've screws in my ears, and she has bolts in her ears. But we've been making jokes about it today. These had articulating nuts, and I lost one, and I had to come get another replacement nut out of our machine screw. Same nuts, and I keep saying screwed. Yes. <laughs> What are we talking about today? Well, today we're going to talk about why are we in manufacturing? Which, yeah, go ahead and say hi there. Jeff Kuyper's in the house. Good to see you, Jeff. Jeff, why are you in manufacturing? Wow. Um, no, but yeah, that's. I think it's a question that comes up a lot. And so, yeah, I just woke up this morning. I'm like, yeah, we should talk about that. He woke up that way. I woke up this way. He was he like, um... <laughs> Should we live stream today? It went straight from this to. Oh. <laughs> like to discuss the, the things and stuff. Let's discuss manufacturing. I know why I'm in manufacturing. Why? Uh, you don't have to talk to as many people as if you are not in manufacturing. Well, you're right. And, you know, um, I, I think uh, probably for the better, you know, we all as kids had to work in some type of service. Uh, my sister, I think, worked in the grocery. She was a grocery store. You know, I uh, had a brother, you know, was with me in the restaurant. I had one, you know, selling shoes. And, yeah, there is a lot of constantly on interaction. Yeah. I think I realized really fast that I just wasn't built for that. I don't want to. You have a, a fan. Why are you in manufacturing, Amber? Um, I'm married into it. Mm -hmm. For better or for worse. <laughs> Absolutely every day. <laughs> Till death do you manufacturing part. <laughs> and the good news is, is that most catsuits are also manufactured. So really you'll never be done. It's forever. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I was, I obviously got an early start in the manufacturing but, you know, I, I don't think I really got hooked. And I think there is. Actually, I was listening to. Do you, do you guys ever all listen to Ian Sandusky, uh, Practical Machinist? Mm -hmm. Yeah, he put out one. Um, I, don't know, I don't know. I just I listened to it this morning about how do you get your employees engaged? And I think there is, there is a little twist that I think some people never get out of the hump, probably in any, whatever they're in, is, you know, I built parts. But I had no idea how they actually were used. You'd see them go out the door, and that was it. And I remember the first time I actually saw one of my parts I had built on a machine. It's like, oh, well, it does stuff. Mm -hmm. Isn't that cool? It does the things that make the things. Yeah, and I think that's what hooks you after a while. Because, you know, even then it was cool to make a bunch of mechanical pieces that, you know, kind of flopped all around. But then when all of a sudden you take and tie controls to them, you actually see it start to... 
almost come to life. Mm -hmm. You know, that's that's the part I really like there. Yeah, I could see that igniting passion pretty quickly. Yeah. See, so I enjoy it. You do. Every day's a learning experience with you, Tim. Every day's different. Is that what you're trying to say? You never know where I'm going to go. Never know when I'm going to wake up and be like, guys, would y'all like to talk about library manufacturing today? I know, and you keep telling me I'm the keeper of time, but it's very hard to keep time with you. I mean, that's why that's why it's your primary job is to keep time and tell us where we're supposed to be and what we're supposed to be doing. And we're getting some good feedback so far. Yeah. I hate to tangent uh, back to the original conversation of these earrings, but do you think that when they were manufactured, they took they took hardware that was already produced and then cut it and spliced it? I looked at or it Or did today. they specifically make these differently? And I'm glad they, I don't know. I don't uh, either. I don't know where it's going to zoom, but I'm going to try to zoom. There you go, Amber. Amber. Show them, yeah. Uh, and Mary Briggs can lean on Yeah, there you go. <laughs> we'll hold your head. <laughs> We're fine. This is safe. You're safe. <laughs> yeah, show them yours. This isn't weird at all. I think it's going to Okay, here we go. Yeah. You can see that. Look. See, and then you can unscrew the nut. It's great. I think that they had to have taken pre, pre because the metals actually match. Where did y'all find these at? Oh, the website of endless capacity. So the, Was that Megan's deal? Well, let's, yeah, with yeah well. when Megan, can you unzoom? Oh. Well, <laughs> it's all up in my face. Like, I'm, Hold on, I lost my mouse. Why are you um, When we were at the automation fair and... Megan walked up to us. Mary and I were like, what's ear holes? She had swords. She had daggers. Yeah. Which, yeah, I'm going to drop a leak. You guys need to follow Megan Zimba. Definitely. If if nothing, just for fashion, but also for manufacturing information. So, I'm and sure when they manufactured these, yeah. it was a bunch of spare parts because I was looking at it today. They've only... I mean, you have to screw these on yeah. for them to stay. Yeah. So, I think they just put... You know, just a little pin in there, and yeah, but they've taken it's definitely a screw, it's not, it's metal, it's heavy, yeah, it is heavy. Um, so but yes, Megan had on these um daggers at Automation Fair, Automation Fair and that night, Mary and I went on a rabbit trail on Sheen because she said that's where she got them from, and I ended up ordering a bunch of earrings, yeah. And Mary has a, There's still like 35 pairs in my cart. I can't commit to any of it. So, yeah, I'm just getting a pair, which is great. So now Mary owns a pair of black daggers, and I own a pair of silver daggers. Yeah, so you admit, very good to see you today. And Darm, good afternoon. Mar Mar Mauricio, hey from Argentina. And Felstar, good morning. John, good morning. Hello from India. Oh, Lee, they keep going on and on. Let's see. I'm a controls engineer. This position hey, can be. What? Hey, Juan. Hey, Juan. It's okay. You want to read this one for me? Um, Jared Goodall, depends on your place in manufacturing. I'm a controls engineer. This position can be hidden in an organization or you can be very customer forward. And you're right there because, because yeah, obviously. There, there are some where you really are out there communicating with them, you know, and there are some where you are behind a, you know, screen all day, you know, writing codes. So, yeah. And I guess that's, you know, there is so many different, 
I don't want to call them positions, but what's the word I'm looking for? Like career path mm -hmm. in manufacturing and whether you're outgoing or whether you're, you know, not very outgoing. Um, there are a good amount. Yeah. Oops. What else we got there, Amber? Um, just, I think we have some new people on our chat. So, uh -huh. um, and those that are not familiar with us, we are TW Controls. We are a family-owned business. Mary's my sister. From another mister. From another mister. Um, we are controls, teaching in the community, help other communities, and we're best friends. Yeah, that, that kind of does sum us up. That was very good. Thank Great. you. That was like right off of the totally improv. And obviously Amber is the more outgoing one of the three of us, if you didn't know. It's true. It's not. He's our showstopper. Yes. <laughs> the Swiss Army knife of this group. Yeah. <laughs> That's what my new, instead of keeper of time, I should be Swiss Army knife. Swiss Army knife. Swiss Army knife of controls. Yes, because I could just pull out all the tools. Oh, and I... We have been, we are working today, so we stopped to um, do this podcast or this uh, live session, and I have, for those that cannot see and will be listening to this later, I have a thumb condom on. And those are important. Safe, I'm a safety girl. Well, really, and you were installing clips, and I mean, you do that all day, and next thing you know, you got this thumb-fucking callus in your thumb. <laughs> or your thumb goes numb, which has happened to me because I did not wear protection. It's true. So we are a, we are very safety conscientious. You got it. Okay. Yeah, Jeff, where was your summer job at? I don't think I've ever heard about your summer job. Hmm. Yeah, tell us, Jeff. Yes. Greetings from Poland. Yeah. I will tell you today that I was solving why my relay did not work. And after about an hour, realized that I used a relay for a different voltage. Yep, that'll get in there. Time. It's like it's like milk chocolate and dark chocolate, except all of it looks like milk chocolate. I, I know, and it, you know they do give you that little vague thing because usually like the one twenty is maybe written in red and the mm -hmm. twenty four is written in blue, but it's like okay, it's basically twenty four to two forty. It's like I can't see it, but gotta get somebody with special eyes to read it. Yeah. Yes. Or that's what my camera's for now. Yeah, my phone, you know, take pictures of something, zoom in. Paul Doherty says I enjoy the daily technical. Challenges, which mm -hmm. I agree, that's super fun. It's better to be challenged than bored. Yeah, and you know, and that's where um, that was another thing Ian, you know, said is you know, even on a monotonous job, there are things you can do to help them, you know, take ownership. Owner, you know, if if someone is a CNC operator and they are hitting the button and really staring at a thousand parts a day, then. You know, I just ask them, hey, do you see, you know, here, you know, here's, here's the G code book. See if you see anywhere we could, you know, make this program a little more efficient, you know? And I mean, they're staring at it all day. You know? Yeah. Make them start, you know, learning a little more about it. Hey, there's Aaron Prather. Jeff answered a question. Excuse my coughing. It's true. Oh, stamping plant. That is fun. Oh, yeah. I know how it is to have that as a boss. That mm -hmm. could be um, good and bad. Uh, Aaron, I, I don't, I don't know what you mean by glasses. What's he talking about? Oh, for reading. Never, I've never heard of glasses. No, his eyes are perfect. He doesn't need them. He doesn't need them. I have Amber and Mary Bruce. Why do I need glasses? Run across the room when he needs to read something and say, how about now? 
So I grew up in manufacturing. I didn't actually do it. I didn't do manufacturing, but I grew up around it. My brother's in the same field sort of as we are, always has been. My dad was, and so I was trying to run as far as I could away from it. But then Tom showed up. She saw the light of manufacturing. I saw the light of manufacturing through his beautiful brown eyes. That's so sweet. I'll remind them of that moment later today. When we're bigger. Probably like at three o'clock. There's chocolate and also there were nice things. There's nice things. You were pitter More nice. On the podcast. Pitter powder. Let's soak in that one. Yeah. Because she has glasses. Like steel stamping, or did you make like Lisa Frank stamps? <laughs> I believe he was steel stamping. That's that, good. Yeah, I don't honestly, I don't know that I know for sure where that was that, but I do know Jeff knows a lot about mechanical presses, and I guess that's where he learned about that. Remember, he used to work at a bee farm, isn't that right? He used to work at a bee. I have no idea. Because he would bring us bee um, honey or honey candy. Jeff, help me. <laughs> <laughs> See, I am the maintenance manager at Sherman Whitney's plant just outside of Atlanta. I'm learning controls and have learned a lot from this channel. My goal is to get on to my company's control team. Well, that's a great goal. What hell? Yeah, so, you know, and there's where, you know, finding just, you know, look at look at your plant's spare parts and see if they have a spare, you know, PLC. Especially if you can grab like a micro 800 PLC or something and... You know, ask them if you can take it home and just download connecting components. Just start learning all, you know, all the all the different, you know, instructions in it. That's that's a great way to start, really. And that, that's how that's kind of how I got started. Mm -hmm. I guess. Look, I'm matching. You're matching. Your shirt. Your shirt it's matches it's your shirt. It's true. It's a shirt within a shirt. Sticker. Yes. Uh, back to Paul. Paul says he's an inventor with the U.S. and Canadian utility patents, which is fun. Wow. That's fun. You sound like you know secrets, Field Paul. trip. Right? Oh, everybody's having conversations. I love you. That's right. You're right. Jeff was with a bee company at one time. I know I'm right. It's a midday. I just forgot what the company was called, but maybe it's great. It could be. I love secrets. I'll keep I'll keep the secret in my thumb condom. Tell the truth on this. <laughs> here they are. They're here all day, guys. This is this is all day at work. <laughs> I got stuck for hours where someone before me had to replace a relay for one of a different voltage. Really bad when you're the second and third grade to work on something. Oh man, we had somewhere the other day where we were like playing telephone. Like, I think these guys check this thing, but then you're like, okay, who was on the team? Well, that, that's the deal. Yeah. All of a sudden, you know, there's a shift change or somebody throws their hands up and it's like, okay, what all do you think happened? And what all really happens? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's a missing piece here. Somebody has there, you know, Aaron, you bring up a good point. And mm -hmm. I, I, um, you know, I bounce back and forth on this one because don't get me wrong, you know, Schools need equipment, but what I see the bigger issue is companies dump their old used equipment on a school to get rid of it, usually for a tax write-off, and they feel like they've done something good by doing it. And that's not what we need. Now, that's not what schools need. I mean, really, you're, 
you take a school, even let's say mechatronics, because that's where I was the other week. Oh, we didn't have talked about that, but we can talk about that. Um, but yes. you know, I was at um, a mechatronics class talking about PLCs. Even with a mechatronics instructor, really PLCs are out of their realm, and we we think that you know an instructor should be able to teach anything just because they're an instructor. And what they need more is our time. They need us to you know to come in and you know, spend some time with the students. Mm-hmm. Want to engage the students, and hopefully, I don't know. Hopefully, Mary Bruce probably did a better job engaging than I did. But I was mean. <laughs> so mean. Yeah, right. Just trying to make them cry. Yeah, that's my job. I was gonna say that's true. I know. I was trying. I was just trying to walk it to them butterflies, and he's the yeah. torm. <laughs> but really, you know, one to to engage them some, let them see what the industry is, and yeah, hopefully teach something. But you know that's what I see more of, and I don't want to. I don't want to fault company. I think their heart's in the right place. They just one that I mean, and I have to say this to us all the time. In our case, there's only three of us. We can only do so much. And I say broken stuff doesn't get me any closer to learning stuff. Right. So if you got a problem with it and you ditched it, and then you're going to dump it on an educator to try to workshop what was broken with it, right? You're you're just doing the opposite of good. Well, and let's say it does work. Yeah. I got to learn how to operate it, mm-hmm. you know, um, and maybe if you're doing that is donating, you know, the cost of sending them to training along with it so they know how to use it or, you know, or, I mean, I still think, I think all of us could spend a week, a year with a school. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that would take much out of us and it would add a lot mm-hmm. to the school, I think. Yeah, that's a great way to sum it up, Aaron. Yeah, the people the people side of the equation is still key, not just the equipment itself. That's a great way to sum that up. Um, do you, you want to talk about what you did? It? I did not. Uh, we haven't had a live stream since, have we? Mm-mm. Here we are. We are here. Sure, we are. The time is now. Gonna, where are we at here? Let's see, Aaron. So the people side of the equation is still key, not the equipment. I mean, Aaron, Aaron, you and I should have a conversation probably all live stream where i could actually you know converse back and forth with you because i have some ideas and it i think it takes a lot less equipment than you feel that most people would feel it does because they only need it for one week so i have a crazy idea of how we could rotate equipment around so that they could have good equipment and um but yeah i don't i don't I definitely don't have that nail completely down. But yeah, let's, well, since we're talking about school and everything, you want to start this off? Or? Yeah. Yeah? Sure. Okay. Yeah. What did you think of it? I had a blast. We went to a, a technology center for our local community, and uh, we had dropped off, I guess, last semester, five trainers, I think. Yeah. Six. And uh, had taught uh, a group of kids how to work with PLCs and how to troubleshoot. And we went back, so we had uh, that same group of kids plus a bunch of new ones and did it again. And it was really fun. And our our future is looking bright if we continue to do stuff like that because they were... I've been in teaching children for a very long time, and they were having a good time. And they mm-hmm. were all engaged individually. It was mm-hmm. really great. A lot of them skipped their snack breaks to, like, hang out with their PLC. That was really indicative of cool because... There were free snacks that day. Well, yeah. And I mean, and we're not talking about like a five minute. It's like a 20 minute break. It's a whole they're working through it. And if I look over, I'm like, Mary Bruce, do you think they're really liking this? They're working through it. <laughs> yeah, they're like here. 
but yeah, it was, and it was good, and it was good to, um, you know, help, help, you know, continue to refine what I hope to make into a program that we can distribute, you know, to anybody who wants it, and, but uh, yeah, and seeing seeing how quickly they catch on, mm. and I, I we talk about that about technology, you know, I, I, like even I was working on something over on one of our stations, and I, I finally I'm like, you know, if I just ask Michael to take care of this. It, It'll take me two hours. He'll get this done in five minutes. I'm like, I'll just put that there. But it's the same way with programming or whatever. They, you know, because you're right. Some of these were coming back for a second time. And those guys were, I would put them against a lot of maintenance technicians that, you know, will say are the beginner maintenance technicians. And, the, but the first, the we'll call it the first level, the first round ones, I mean, they they were catching on fast, and I put together this conveyor sorter, and um, one it had a flaw that I didn't catch, and then it had a sensor go bad. I mean, they're digging in there. They found, you know, they're like, oh, right, here, right, here's the problem, you know. And it's, I was I was thoroughly impressed. That was really fun. Now, yeah. you got anything on the number? I wasn't there. <laughs> we missed you. Come. No. Oh. But it was nice to be able to see the teacher get a moment to get caught up on some stuff and also hear how their students were learning from a, a third-party educator. Um, that educator was able to, A, take a mental break, but also hear what deficits each kid was having to kind of come through uh, so that for the rest of their semester and from after the education that we dropped on them or that they wanted to participate in, then they're able to kind of work through that together. Um, so all in all, I'd say that as an educator, that we're great to have our presence and it was cool to see them learn some stuff from someone else and see how that goes. Yeah. And maybe one day they'll be asked, why are you in manufacturing? And they could be like, we had these two cool people from TW Controls come in and teach us a thing or two. And we were like, yes, I want to do that. Yeah. Yeah. But, and you know, that's, that's the, ch that's what really, you know, I talked to a lot of students and they're all, you know, they're like. Hey, um, I'm two years into my engineering degree and I'm thinking about going to get my master's like, oh, well, you know, what have you, what have you done in manufacturing so far? And there, it's always like nothing. Um, you know, I'm still working on my degree and I'm like, you were spending six digits yeah, and you have never been in a plant before. I know. Uh, and I think that's just something, somehow we got to make some touch points. They do, they do, um, I can't remember the name, but there, there's a local, um, factory that makes cans here and they took a tour of it and i, I mean i think the thing spits out like a million cans a day and i mean to hear them talk about it i mean it really excited them mm -hmm. so you know if you work at a factory that you know could you know spare some time and maybe somebody just a tour you know high school group around i mean reach out to your local school i bet they'll be excited to you know hear from you and i think companies need to make that shift or and they need to start doing it today they need to start making shifts to reach out to their local schools and or tech schools mostly just the schools and have field trips like that and just have a day where busloads of kids can come in there and be told how things work. I mean, a lot of kids, teenage kids or teenagers are very fascinated by how something works. You know, I mean, like, look at your kids that tear apart things. Like Michael used to tear apart the vacuum and put it back together. He used to put all of our chairs together, you know, things like that. So I really think that our companies need to just make a little shift and reach out more. 
Well, and it's got to be, you know, the companies want to go to the local mm. community college or trade school right now and be like, you aren't putting out good enough talent. And, okay, I'm not, I'm not going to argue that point. Obviously, if you can't hire people, then there is an issue there. But we've got to start looking into a longer-term investment. Mm-hmm. I mean, we will never probably interact with any of those students that that are there. Or we'll be on the edge of going out of our career mm-hmm. before they're there. And that's where we got to start really thinking about our industry broader. I'm not actually highlighting this. I'm just trying to figure out where we're at here. Let's so see. Erin, let's see. We need it. So, so the people side of the equation is still key, not the equipment itself. Yeah, we well, now don't get me wrong, Aaron. Um, <laughs> if they don't have any equipment, it does make it difficult. And you know, I don't like simulations, but I, but I do believe you know you're only spending. I don't know how many weeks in a school year are there? Probably thirty five ish. Fifty six. No, there can't be fifty six weeks because there's only fifty two <laughs> weeks in a year. Probably thirty. They get thirty two. So I like the way the way he said it is training training equipment as a service is a great way to sum that up a little bit further down. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and yeah, and that's something I I, I really want to figure out how to do because even I mean for like Matt up there, you know, trying to figure out how to um, you know, get into this. I mean, really, you you learn. And then you're, you, you probably don't need anymore. So yeah, I, I do like that idea. I just don't know how to make any of that work. Especially if you're not coming from a family. Like my, my dad was a quality control manager at a local screw factory. I should show him these ears. You, he'll probably get, he'll probably be like, cool. <laughs> and but like, if you're coming in, it, uh, we, I was teaching some trade education to kids previously, and we figured out that if you're not in, if you're if their parents weren't in construction, they didn't really know anything about construction. Same thing with manufacturing. You grew up with manufacturers in your household. I did too. You did too, and you end up kind of being there. Matt's saying that he didn't even know that this was an option until it was it Matt or Jared. Jared. Yeah. Jared said he didn't even know it was an option until his fourth year of school. We've been in the world four years deep. That's that's hard. Mm-hmm. So finally, I'm glad that you found some happiness in it on getting your way over to it because if you don't know about it you're like dang i missed the boat yes and definitely aaron tell the schools to bring girls i know we had like five girls walk into that class i got so excited and then after they said hello to the cool teacher they walked right back out i was like i was really excited to see one girl though i I got it i get admit my um monday was made i didn't i Thought I had lost the coolness factor. Probably, well, nah. Windows probably not going to watch this, listen to this anyway. Michael probably will. So he'll Blast. point it. He'll yeah. point it. He'll point <laughs> it out. But yeah, I mean, I'm. My daughter also goes there, and she's in performing arts, which she did outstanding last night. Yes, she did. But, but yeah. So uh, you know, she came over and said hi, and then you know, some of her friends came over, and it's like you know, okay, the, you know, we do need that little bit of interaction. It can't be like, oh, that's the boys' block over there. <laughs> of it they're like they might have saw something there what was like oh my god like sprung something in them that you know i want to know how that works and they might end up doing that you know yeah she didn't come say hi to you once she came like twice or maybe even three times yes she did i was i was was super proud at that moment i i can understand that i'm a big fan of jared right now i know jared's killing it Mm -hmm. what's jared saying there Jared said that we hired an amazing female controls engineer at my last company. She'll eventually put my skill set to shame, guaranteed. Thank you. Great. Thank you. Cool. Well, you know, and and I think we've had this discussion before. Honestly, especially if it's a higher risk project, I'd rather work with a female. They, they, they kind of they usually don't have that far reaching ego. 
And usually it's more like, all right, here's what really can happen. <laughs> oh, my goodness. You know, these are the things. I got to tell the story about our friend Carrie. Carrie is um, an engineer for a company here in town. And, you know, to get past the whole, oh, you're a girl jokes and um, all that sort of thing, she ended up, and good, Tim's trying to find it. She ended up taking her um, toolbox. her toolbox cart and making it into a stove, black and pink. And she had, like, all of her tools on the side of it, like you would put your cooking utensils on there. And every time they made some type of girl joke, she went along with it because she had that stove always around. That Mary was Bruce, when did we meet you? Uh, that was... 2018? Yeah. Because that, because remember, that's y'all, you guys did the first video together. You yeah, did an engineering series. We did. When was that? That was in like December ish? Yeah, 2019. Uh, 2019, December ish. Right. It's true. No, it had to been before that because it was um, November because I had just gotten back from Ghana. At freak. That is a fine line between confidence and ego for sure, Jared. And that's something that oh, is community-based on how we can kind of chisel that out, we hope. I think they all are. But... I don't know if we have a picture of her oven. I know. Look, there we are. There, there you are. are. Look at that. We should, yeah. That's a I accidentally wear matching outfits all the time. All, all right. the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah this, this was them. Um, they had never met each other here. But, yeah, <laughs> there they are. <laughs> if you can't tell they're kind of two peas in a pod but I'm, um, I'm usually left out but man I can't find that picture from Carrie fast enough and I don't have my phone with me right. I will scroll a little bit longer I'll keep going I'll All right. I work in manufacturing because no one else will take me hold on well, let's rephrase that no. you work in manufacturing because you're amazing and everybody wants you how about that uh, Right. I mean, really, I I could work other places. I can't imagine working anywhere else. Oh, too. Now, I've worked in a lot of different lines. A ton, actually. Mm -hmm. I was kind of going for a dirty job situation where I was, like, trying to get, like, one of every career path mm -hmm. at least in for a while. Oh. It's you, great. Didn't you kind of dip into welding a couple years ago, too? Mm -hmm. Like, a little bit? Yep. Yeah, and that is... That is... A bummer there. You know, we shouldn't assume that anyone is not interested in in something just because. Yeah, did you see where he said I had I had schools tour? I got to remember what this is also audio, so we do have to say these. Dude, should say I had schools tour my own robotics lab, and I asked where the girls were, and the teacher told me they didn't think they would be interested. <sighs> That's like, yeah. <laughs> just we did ask. On, on where are the girls? Absolutely. So what the conversation was, to answer that, to follow that up, is that the conversation was is that by the time they got into that second and third year mechatronics, they went ahead and went into governor's school, which is cool. Governor's school is an accelerated program for that. But also, like, I wouldn't have been eligible for governor's school. So, like, I, I would have been one of the ones that could have stayed in that regular mechatronics program. Yeah. And you got to have a couple. Mm -hmm. They just won't stay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, like a stand-in, like a like a decoy. Mm -hmm. Let's get them to start showing up. <laughs> we need to just bribe. Listen, I'm not. A, I'm not below I'm not bribery. Below we need that. to bribe or whatever above below. Whichever way yeah. direction I'm it not is. Same direction of bribery. <laughs> <laughs> See, because yeah, it is. It's it's. I mean, really, 
I can't, you know, in a career change, it was like, where could I be? I can't imagine anywhere to be any more fun. I mean, one, you're right. Every day is a challenge. And half of it is because just the way I'm wound, I'm making a challenge on them. It's true. But Wait, that's recorded, right? It was on documents. Oh, my recorded. God. And video. Wow. This is a moment. Hold on. I need a, a moment. I, need, I just need to put it on like a doorbell. Right? It's just constant. Or it can be my ringtone for him. <laughs> But, you know, in one, if you guys if you hadn't noticed, I, I cannot usually finish a sentence for these two. It's true. So, you know, I have to, like, be decisive and, you know, but. It's good. But anyway, the other thing is we may, while we're on this live stream, we may need, we may have gotten a phone call. Well, you know, and it may be like, hey, we need you to run over here. And so all of a sudden there's a challenge. And I love those challenges. You know, yesterday's was a little rough. We get into the horrible math, poorly written program. That oh man, was rough. We were like, oh, my head hurts. Yeah. Just call the rest of the call it a day. <laughs> um, so Aaron, um, as the tech industry lays people, lays off people, it would be great to see the manufacturing industry say, "We are a new tech industry. Come work for us." So I have a I have a moment on that. Um, it is kind of like when Tim and I started going to a um nonprofit civic organization here in the area that is international and they wanted more young professionals instead of older retired individuals and so they had this line saying we're not your grandpa's civic organization or it was rotary we're not your grandpa's rotary club anymore so i think that is a good take on it i think we need to be like hey we're not your parents manufacturing company anymore or your grandparents welding company anymore like we have to, we have to get to their tech skills because my kids know more about my dang phone than I do. So that's where we need to lead into is that they are ready. They are ready to see that this is a cool industry and that this is something that they can make money off of. It's not necessarily trades, but we've got to make it cool. Well, and you know, I think um, a friend of mine I was talking to and. I think here's a satisfaction that we have that a lot of the tech industry doesn't. And it's why <clears throat> I think you're seeing them really feeling empty is we make something, you know, we, we make, you know, this Amber's thumb condom, you know, we make, you know, the part to, you know, fix your heart. We make the airbags that save your life. Mm -hmm. You know, we do improve people's quality of life. And I think that's what, I, you know, he said is like, you know, I'm just so tired of making another piece of software to replace a piece of software that we already have yes. that already does the same thing. Yes. There's no propulsion. No, I mean, it, you know, then that's that's the huge satisfaction piece that I think we don't we don't relay enough. I really want to make a cool video about it. If I could get enough people in on it, you know, just like I really like I like a video you see made for people signing up for sports or signing up for a retreat. No, yeah, you know, like, oh my but, God. But something. You know, I love that. But you know, something instead of us just, I mean, and I get, don't get me wrong. I know there are some people out there that have real secrets, but we got to quit acting like everything's a secret and start, start showing people how cool manufacturing is. Jared said he's been helping with one of the local robotics competition teams, and there's a number of young ladies on those teams, and that's encouraging. Yeah. That's great to see you share that because we've got another friend in another region that says the same thing, that some of his 
uh, young women are actually the the team leads on that. So that's mm -hmm. pretty cool. Well, I think uh, that's what they were saying. Mr. Burns was saying is that the the first robotics there there are um, girls women on, on that team. girls on that end. I guess. I, I didn't really ask, are they in engineering then? And I'm engineering class. But it shifts over. He was saying they yeah. go, they end up going to the governor's school, which is fine. And I think that what parents are doing is that they can justify their young ladies doing that based on old our old social rules as mm -hmm. far as blue trade, you know, blue collar, white collar type, type stuff. Yeah. But I think it should be fun. Like I my main goal when I was a kid was to try to get messy like i wanted to get messy and i feel like when you go into those governor school programs, and i might be wrong please educate me if i am but i feel like once you go over there it ends up being more of a math-based program so uh rather than a uh you know mm -hmm. grease and and swarth conversation you know jared i think you have an excellent point there too if someone asked me about my education after 16 years in the field they're not trying to hire someone like me and you're right i and i um, yes, i this is something i talk to people all the time about too is they're like you know i Hey, can I get like a certification with your training because I don't have the proper education for this particular job? And I'm like, okay, well, I mean, can you do the job? And, you know, it always comes out, yeah, I can do the job. I'm like, apply for it anyway. Apply for it and where it says education, just put you don't have it, but you have the skills. And I mean, okay, maybe they kick you out, but I'll say I over overwhelmingly over half of the people I've told to do that have come back and told me they got the job. And uh, so I, I really don't know why that education requirement is there because <laughs> I don't either because it's like this the comment um from is it Arc Arc Levin Arc if you, if you want to move forward you know he said you need a double E which is I'm assuming like electrical engineering yeah chances are I'll still be sitting at the same desk the job market is good if you have experience so it is it's very true like um I have heard from a couple of manufacturing companies they're bypassing the fact that you need a bachelor's or a master's and they're basing everything on your experience yeah now. a large company who was it just um just last week announced they were they would no longer require bachelor degrees and I think that's what they're finding out is a bachelor's degree doesn't mean a whole lot it really. As far as you actually being a productive person in a company doesn't mean squat. Now, what it does mean, unfortunately, is you probably have some debt. And that's the unfortunate part of that. But, mm -hmm. you know, and I'm not knock. I don't want to knock education, at least not too hard on that. But I think, um, you know, and that's. But it's not like at a four year or at a university, you can find your education in that experience. Yeah. And, um. You know, I had one last week saying, you know, they were getting ready to go for their master's degree because everywhere was requiring experience. I'm like, a master's degree is not, not experience. experience. That is, I mean, it is great education, but it's not experience. And that's what companies are finding out. You know, you're, you, if you want someone to be able to come out, come in and start working, they have to have experience. Mm -hmm. And chances are, if they have that experience, if they manage to get three years five years or whatever you're asking for experience and haven't got terminated, they already have the qualifications you need. They don't need the bachelor's degree. <clears throat> and also there's entrepreneurships with, uh, in a lot of these manufacturing companies. And if you show a genuine interest and they, I mean, if you're honest, like a lot of our comments are saying here, if you are, if you walk the walk, talk the talk, they will bring you on and teach you those skills. And you might end up with a job afterwards when now, you get out of high school. Now there's one important caveat we need to put in here. And I just, I think it always has to be said is 
but you need to be honest. Yeah. As I do know people that fudge their education, eventually that does come back to haunt you. We do know people that have fudged their education. Indeed. It wasn't me, was it? It was not. I don't know. I didn't. Did your application have an education section on it? Did you feel? I'm pretty sure we were like, well, well, no, I mean, really, and that's the thing. I could see your heart. I could see you, you know, you knew how to work with your hands. You were honest and, and yeah. real. And really, from there, if you have those qualities, you can pick up anything. I mean, what it took you like three months, you could build practically any control panel. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, you know, that, that part's the easy part, really. And it helps that you're easy on the eyes. <gasps> I I'm not allowed to say that. Piece. No, that's true. That, that's true. All right. Yeah, you're right. I mean, they just put in the work. Let's see. Yeah, you're right. I mean, all, there you go. Gerald just said, always be, you know, willing to be honest, you know, and that's the thing. I, if, and I can't, I mean, I know I sound like I'm just hammering down at education, but just because you have an electrical engineering degree does not mean you can do, it doesn't mean you can wire up a house. Like it does not mean you can step onto the job at. site that day and actually do the work. Yeah, you may understand the theory of how electrons flow, but yeah, that gives you no right to actually be able to, you know, same as, you know, somebody who knows mechanical engineering. Just because you know, you know, have a mechanical engineering degree doesn't mean you know how to weld a set of steps together. I'm sure I wouldn't step on them. Nope. Let's see. Hi, Mom. When I got the job as a tech, I had never been in a plant in a day in my life. I told them, I don't know, but if you show me, I'll be your best. And they took a chance on me, and now I'm the maintenance manager. That's great. I mean, that's that's what you see more of. You know, what I said, I've said it, you know, I just had a student inquire the other day, and he's like, well, I don't really have any of these skills. I'm like, you come with a lot of enthusiasm to learn. And you will know how to troubleshoot machines by the end of the week. This is my favorite. Jared says, if I had I had an employer and I asked me any skill questions, they just wanted a vibe check. They said, if you, if you, they can teach me skills, they, can, they can't teach you how to not be a jerk. That's very true. We might put that on a t-shirt. Yeah. That, that is very good. We will have to remember that one. <laughs> that is an uphill battle. Yeah. I'm clipping that one right now. Sure. Uh, says, on this date, this, this, this. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's great. That's an uphill battle. <laughs> there we go. I love it. Yeah, that, that You're may the to-do, Jared. Yeah, Jared, that may be a t-shirt. <laughs> Hashtag quote me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. And let's see. My current position was gained from experience and demonstration, same way my old partner, who also just signed on with a new company as a controller engineer without a bachelor's degree. Nice. And yeah, and you know, in here, you know, a lot of people, what do I think? You know, here's an, the flip side of that is people ask me a lot of times, what do I think about companies that require a bachelor? And my thing is they require it. Move on to another company. Mm -hmm. I will tell I will tell that mm -hmm. company that requires it right now, you are not getting the skill pool that you should have by doing that. Yep. That's their philosophy. That's their that's really their problem. There's too many companies out there looking for people skilled and paying good money. That's the that's probably the one that irritates me more. I see more that require that, paying less. Yeah. And it's like, okay. Where are you even coming up with this? And if you're paying less, you're not appreciating your employees 
so the um, ones that you have that don't have bachelors mm -hmm. which is kind of annoying um mm -hmm. and a lot of these kids that go to school they know that all that they need is a degree that's i mean i didn't choose any degree that i wanted i was like i just got to get through this because evidently this is the gatekeeping to every job ever that's what we were told but also we are not knocking oh i'm education uh, i mean i'm learning now i take my education though. <laughs> yeah i mean it we are not knocking it down by Enjoy. no means mm -hmm. but do you know that when you are in a major university or going to college or evening classes or morning classes, you could do a trade job during the day and not go in debt with college? It's true. Just saying. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Jerry, that's the tough part, you know, but right now, and I mean, I will say our generation was probably the start of it. We were just told that you had to go to college and it, mm -hmm. it is total freaking insanity and yeah and for you know you are seeing it kind of peel back now where people are like oh wait why did i go to college mm -hmm. but yeah i mean you're right people are coming out of school with a piece of paper and really the expectation that they'll be hired and it, it just doesn't work that way mm -mm. no nope. hey, uh, see but going back to that i thought it was really cool we were talking earlier about the guy that um you ran into over that one job that had the art degree where I love that yeah well you know and going back i don't you know just because you have a degree in something doesn't mean you can't transition and i think in manufacturing i can't think of a degree that you could not use to transition into manufacturing yeah. i totally agree and it's all needed you've got your tech writers who are you will you will learn that they have an english degree yeah. or you know um something in that background or like art degrees which is I'm not sorry. Did he say that? Well, that you know that was the that was a cool conversation we had. I don't even remember when back when we were doing podcasts regularly about the whole you know form and factor, the whole your whole can form and function, like the whole can opener. Tell them about the can opener thing. So we talked. One of my entry level classes in design for art was talking about how you can design the same thing but make it look really pretty. Like if you buy a can opener from Walmart or you buy a can opener from Target, and what goes into that. So you, the conversation would be form follows function or function follows form. I think for a lot of people that are really interested in engineering, it would be I need it to function and then I can make it look cool and or I might not or I'll just call it cool because it functions. And so when you come at it from a different perspective, it adds another couple of layers of conversation yes. to it. Yes. Um, I've never felt I had I had a little bit of an imposter syndrome when I first got into this. But after I showed up at a factory and one of the main guys we were working with who was calling shots left and right on what to cut, not not just like, we'll think about cutting that later. He's like, not nah, cut it right now. He came from an art background, which yes. is fantastic to see because of this is this is a great place to to emulate those tools where you're making decisions and you're doing it for aesthetics, but also for uh, usability. And I appreciate that. Yeah, and I think um, you know our, our our industry needs a lot of you know making it look good. <laughs> yeah, and even you know I'll I'll pick a little bit on Michael. He may be listening. Is you know, I had him make the adapter bracket for the machine drainer. Yeah. And the first one, it was just kind of, it was functional. And I'm like, okay, that probably works, but that really looks ugly. Yeah. <laughs> you know? It's like, you know, we just put a few curves into this, you know, you can, you know, just, just a little bit, mm -hmm. it'll make it look that much better. And Matt, I, I actually agree with you. Um, Hold on, where are we at here? Right here. Okay. He said, I find uh, the people with a bunch of experience are the worst, 
That is just my experience. Give me the guy that wants to learn any day of the week. I agree with that also. Like, And there has been moments that we've talked to local manufacturing companies where they have had the um, experience and just didn't quite, they just weren't eager enough, you know. And so I do agree, get the ones that are eager and thirsty for it. You can't teach enthusiasm, but it can be contagious if you get the right folks in the right crowd. Mm-hmm. You're right. And, you know, that, and I think we see that happen in class yeah. a lot. You know, I think I've only had one class where it's like I just could not, I couldn't spend any enthusiasm mm-hmm. out of them. But right. it, was, it, was, it, was, it was horrible. It was a rough week. It's better when they're eager but and you've got thirsty. one of them that is, it does. It will spread through that entire class. Matt, I... um. <laughs> maybe I, maybe I will start offering YouTube degrees. Like that. We'll have the automation YouTube yeah. certification <laughs> degree. I don't know what it'll be called, but the last class that we had at the beginning of the week, all those new kids, the kids that we hadn't had before, they were all calling each other nerd, like as a as like a, a deprecating term. And by the end of it, they were like out trying to like outsmart each other, like playing like button jokes, like telling them push buttons that they hadn't even wired yet. Like, yeah. hey, how would you push that button? And like if they magic smokes the best. That's great. So yeah, it's it's fun. Yeah, I mean, you can learn a lot on YouTube. There's no doubt. Um, you know, I, I still want to learn to TIG weld. I've never, um, I'm, that's one thing I've never done. Let's do it. Well, and I have, you know, all I got to do is get the TIG weld and attach it. Jeff, did you know getting that welder? Did yeah. you get the TIG welding attachment? <laughs> I love what Ark Liven said. One of the best programmers I ever worked with had a degree in biblical history. Nice. That dude was a ninja. Well, no, I, mean, I love that. And that's, you know, I think. As long as you got some decent troubleshooting skills and you know, just problem solving, you you can work your way through this. Let's see. I'm mm-hmm. 95% Rockwell for the last 16 years, but just took a position with a heavy S, oh, structure, text base, Siemens motion install base. YouTube is a godsend. Well, ah. Yeah, I need to, you know, and there's right, you know, and we do this occasionally, you know, sometimes you need a day just to push yourself. And I need to, I need, what I really want to do, I want to write the machine trainer. I will never, if you are watching this and you end up a student, it will not end up on there, but I want to write the machine trainer program structure text. I think that that would be a great. I really mm-hmm. need to push myself to do, to do that or write in function block. Cause I really got writing um that sequence, that sequence section. And I realized I'm not, or uh, I don't know that I'm not that strong in function blocks, or just sequencing is really difficult in function blocks. But all of a sudden, it's like, oh man, this this is hard. Yeah. So entertaining too. These are great comments. Yeah. Where are we at, Amber? Um, you're at Matt. The best guy was an operator a year ago. Now he runs circles around everyone. Yeah. He wants to get in into controls. I got him a micro one thousand and turned him. On to you guys. That's cool. Thank you. Absolutely. That's what we're, we are here to help you become a better technician. Thank you. Well, and really going back to what Ian's, his, um, his video from today, I'm saying today, I watched it today, but that was kind of his thing is you got an operator there just sitting there really bored out of his mind. You can watch him walk out of the door yeah. or you can give him an avenue to learn and get to that next level, you know? And so you're an operator and I, I've had mm-hmm. told people all the time, they're like, well, how do you transition? I'm like, maintenance technicians or maintenance departments are always looking for PMs. Mm. They always need, I mean, it's not going to be pretty. Go, go grease bearings, go change oil, go do that. They're, they'll, you, one, they'll pay you overtime usually to do it. 
because they'll be in the off hours. And yeah, you'll start getting familiar with machines. You want to invest in your employees. It will be a better outcome for you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow. Hey, Jared, you know, if you can search really fast and find the answer and make, make the machine run, who who cares how you get it right? Well, hey, I always joke with people that I get paid because I'm good at searching the Internet. Sure. Yeah. No, if you come here, you know, that's the one thing you don't get is the Internet. <laughs> <laughs> I did come in one day. I ran out to the bathroom, came back in, and they were watching one of my YouTube videos. I mean, you can't watch my videos to fix this. Uh, it's all about knowing how to find information. Uh, this is Jared again. Find someone who knows how to use good people. Uh, use Google. Google. Yeah. 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 And also how to pick out people that are like what you were saying. Pick out the operators. Some operators are content staring at their machine all day. That's great. They stay there. Some operators are crawling out of their skin, like trying to get a, another challenge added. And mm -hmm. um, it's, we can make those dogs hunt. And that's why you have to invest in your employees. Yeah. Invest, invest. And um, another guy I know that, I mean, he, he is really at probably the top of the game now, but he, he started out um, as just a uh, mechanical maintenance technician. And, but they could see that, you know, he was catching on really quick. And so somebody gave him a PLC one day, very similar to what you're saying. And, and you know, he even looked at it, he's like, how do I get paid to do this? And they told him, well, you're not getting paid today, but you'll, you can, you're investing in tomorrow if you do. And yeah, he, he definitely is. Had a really nice career doing that now. Well, 53 minutes in, what's for lunch? I know. Yeah, I told, told them they wanted to start talking about lunch like five minutes before we started. I'm like, guys, I'm going to die, wither away and die over here. We'll get cranky. Yeah. We'll get hangry. Yeah, or we, we'll be like, um, we'll be right back um, after we go get grab, a, grab, a, grab a bag of chips. Grab the brain. <laughs> yeah. What are we going to eat today? Nobody mentioned any food. Usually, that's what usually happens. Somebody starts somehow we get into food. Joan said he's buying lunch later. That's right. Uh, you're probably right. I probably am. That's what usually works out. But, but yeah, this is about the end of this. Anything else, Gary? Jared, it was good to hang out with you, too. Yeah, Thank Matt you so much, also. Matt. Um, you guys have been great. Art, living. Um, thank you for your contributions to this conversation. Yeah. So we kind of, you know, we've talked, you know, we are going to start this back up and it's not going to be a structured live stream. We'll have like today was, why do you work in manufacturing? And we're going to talk some about that, but really we just want to talk with you guys and see what's going on out there. See, you know, share ideas. Yeah. Because I mean, our intent is like, and we have discovered this past year, we are actually like, I know our t-shirts say helping you become a better technician, but we are here for you because you guys are here are, are us. yeah you're our community so yeah. you're helping us as well a reciprocal value mm -hmm. all right so make sure you have hit that subscribe button because we're not announcing these live streams like we used to either really i woke up this morning i'm like guys let's let's hop on here and talk about this, like this. i did i woke up like this so, <laughs> till next